Hey folks, what's going on? Once again, as you already know, the Young Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast. We're coming to you live. Today is Monday, so happy Mindset Monday. I hope you're ready to tune in and listen to some great content today. Before we get started, please, again, subscribe to the channel. Give us a big uh, thumbs up and whatnot. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all those good things you'll see. Definitely the logo there, and you'll see the name of the podcast. So, listen, without further ado, I want to go ahead and get started. And because we're going to have, uh, you need, guys, you need to tune in because this is super important. This is some content that you need to listen. This is an important uh, topic three ways to show up on more Google searches, right? I mean, we all understand how difficult it is to get seen not only on YouTube, but be uh, to be searched, right, on the search engine. I believe on one of the biggest search engines in the world, in, in social media or probably internet history, right, Google. So we're going to be talking about that and many more things. And before we get started, of course, you could get the podcast at any of the platforms that you see here on the screen. Or if you're listening and downloading, thank you for tuning in and listening and taking the time to download, please. Give me a review. I appreciate it. I appreciate any uh, feedback you could give me. So all the podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., they're all there. So thank you for tuning in, guys. And of course, like I said, tune in because we're going to be talking about you know Google Ads. I mean, who, who doesn't need that, right? Uh, SEOs. Who doesn't want more traffic? So today I have a special guest. Her name is Liz Cortez, and to me. To me, in my opinion, she is an expert in this area. So that's why I want you to tune in and follow her as well. I'm going to have all her information, all her links and everything, her website. Uh, she has a, a, a great uh, topic that, uh, that's separate from this, but we may mention it during uh, this episode about five hacks, uh, how to get page on page one of Google. That's very important, right? So who doesn't want to be seen on Google. I mean, come on, give a thumbs up if you want, uh, if you're interested in this topic, okay? And Liz is going to be talking to us today. So let's go ahead and welcome her. Hey, Liz, how are you? Hey, Angel. Thanks for having me on and thanks for listening and watching and showing yes. up. Everyone's busy. Good place to be on Mindset Monday. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. appreciate it. So yeah, today's Monday, beginning of a new week. And listen, I know that, like I said, I consider you an expert. So I know that I have a ton of questions, but we're going to see how much I could get in uh, within the next hour, okay? Trying to limit to a 60 minutes, so it'll be uh, informative. But if, if someone does have any questions or wants to follow Liz, you're more than welcome to. I'm going to have, like I said, all her website, her links. Uh, she also has Facebook, YouTube, whatnot. She's everywhere. But the most important thing today, Liz, and I want to thank you for your time, is to talk about these Google searches, right? But before we get into that, before we get into that, I always like to get to know my guests, uh, uh, kind of like on a personal level, and I want to talk about your story, right? I understand in your biography you put that you remember when you were a young little girl that your mom took you to these Tupperware parties and the get-together, but not only that she took you to this event, how important it is that that little girl at that time, it, it woke up like this dream inside her that she wanted to become her own business owner. Talk to us. Share that story with their audience. Yes. Yeah, so, I when I when I look back, I think that's really where I learned it because both of my parents 
I mean, my mom would always join network marketing companies to get the good deal to like, um, you know, get the tax write-offs, but she never did it as a business. She just did it for fun and whatever she was into, or if us kids needed, there's four girls, if we needed makeup or skincare, she'd sign up for those two. So whatever she was into, but yeah. Um, yeah, I went when I was young and the first thing I sold was baby pumpkins door to door for fun. I would wow. do garage sale. My mom would do garage sales growing up. And then I would set up shop with candy and Kool-Aid and sodas and all the cool Costco stuff. <laughs> I would just sell it and I would make more money than my mom did in the garage sales. Wow. And I was homeschooled. So I didn't learn. I don't even know where I learned this. And then wow i we never got allowance so maybe that's why i wanted some money so i could buy what i wanted <laughs> so that was the first mindset i i learned which through tony robbins i learned this isn't a good mindset to have but if you want anything you got to work hard for it so yes. that's what i learned that's not necessarily you don't have to work hard for it that is a mindset thing that yeah. i worked through but uh -huh. um yeah and then when my sisters i started buying clothes when i started babysitting and like middle school high school time and my sisters would borrow my clothes and not give them back or they come back and they're just ruined so i started renting out my clothes okay. and the rental fee was um like a dollar for any of my clothes or two dollars if it was abercrombie i don't know if you remember abercrombie they're still around but i would no, no. i would rent my clothes and I didn't want them to wash them because there's a particular way to wash them and to launder them and everything. And so I like return them back dirty. So I'll do it. So that included the washing and laundry fee. Wow. <laughs> so I reached out. So that's what I all did before, like before I graduated from high school and babysitting and all that. So that's my background with Seriously. being entrepreneurial. It was just, I, I just wanted to make money and um, solve problems. Yeah. Man, so you were born an entrepreneur from from your from the day you were born, you were ready. That's awesome. But that's awesome how your mom took you to these events and it just it just woke up something inside of you that you wanted to be that entrepreneur and have that business. So then after so you of course you were homeschooled and whatnot, and that's great. So then after that, like when did you get started with the business that you have today? Because go ahead and talk about your business that you have today. Yes. So we got started in our business today after my husband was in the restaurant industry and we were going to open up a restaurant here in um, down the street and things okay. didn't work out with the business partner. Um, so we, we called that off and he was just figuring what's next. He knew it was time to get out of the restaurant industry. He had been in for 20 years. He had wow. already sold his last restaurant and he's like, you know what? I want to get out. It just is so much time and you don't make as much profit. The margins are really slim if you're in that world. It's really hard. And yeah, so uh, a friend of ours was like, well, instead of starting your own marketing agency, why don't you go work for another one that does seven figures, learn from them, exactly. take a low paying job or whatever they have available and just learn as much as you can. Yeah. So my husband's had multiple businesses, has done really well, and he took a minimum wage cold calling job as a lead generator, which is below minimum wage. It was $10 per hour. Wow. And um, they brought me on as a salesperson just part-time because I also was like, I want to learn this too. Like, I this is easy. And I helped grow that company from for about 40000 per month to over 65000 per month in sales. Okay. So I was making a really great commission. 
And then the owner gambled away the money and let go of half the company. That included us. No way. So, so I was like, okay, um, we had already had a thought about starting this company, but we're very loyal. We wanted exit. Well, we wanted to have savings before we started up. And so we just got pushed down the nest. And um, two weeks later, we got our first client and they were, he was like, Hey, I don't trust that guy you guys work for, but I want to hire you and Liz. I fired my marketing team. Come by tomorrow. I'll pay $2,500 a month and you can do all my marketing. So that was our first client. So we were a full-blown agency like right away. And um, we just said yes, of course, because all that was there. And then we just grew slowly, which that's what I really recommend is just growing, growing slowly each month, you know, one or two clients. If you scale and you have just like a big rush, lots of times you're not ready for that big of like six figures right away or seven yeah. thing is. And that happens sometimes to people, but we just grew slowly. And that's what we do with clients now. Help them grow slowly, not do too much. Right. So that the team can handle and really take good care of the customers. Okay. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So let's talk about those ways. What, what, what are the ways that you, you know, your experience and uh, and your team, how you work with people to show up on those Google searches. We all know, you know, Google ads, you know, you have the SEOs. There, there's so many tools, but if you don't understand what you're doing, you could be investing in the wrong area and, and, and just wasting your money, right? And not getting those results. Yeah. So we have a five-step process called local, okay? Because we work with a lot of local businesses. They want... We work with clients all across the U.S., but they want local clients in their city. Um, Maybe they have a brick and mortar, their service space, or their license in the state. Even for coaches, if you have a coaching business or you have an online business, I believe you need to have a local presence as well. Like national is amazing, but be known locally in your city. So local starts um, is just an acrostic that we have in That is where I tell people to start. And you mentioned our five hacks, get on Google, that a free PDF mini course, and that goes more into depth. But um, I think on here, there's a whole blend. There's some local, some online. Do you want me to go into local more or more kind of general what works both for local and online people? Uh, Give us a little bit of both. Just a a touch of it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. So local stands for L is you got to get on listing directory sites. So that's like Google, Yelp, Facebook. And depending on your industry, there's going to be industry specific places. Like if you're a photographer, well, and you do weddings, well, you want to be on the knot. You want to be on wedding wire, you know, like things like that. Or if you're in construction or you home services, you need to be on house or, um, Okay. Angie's list, those types of places. So that's yeah. L for listing directories. Okay. And then for O, you need to optimize those directories. And so optimizing, that really means that you may be searchable. So the top one you have to optimize is Google. Google yeah. is where people go. You're right that that's a search engine that everyone goes to. And yeah. that's the best one. And I was just um, I was talking with my husband earlier about photographers and like photographers have it great because they're constantly taking photos. And when you take a photo in a picture, like on their cameras, even on like your iPhone, it has the location. So it's called a geotag. Mm -hmm. 
And so when you take photos and locations around your city or around where your ideal clients live and you post those up to your Google My Business profile, like Google loves, loves to see that because you can post photos of your team, post photos of you working just behind the scenes. You, there's yeah. like different categories you can post photos in. Okay. And so that is really great. So you need to optimize those sites and you just fill out the profile hundred percent. That means it's optimized. Okay. And then, um, so if you're online, an online type of business, you probably don't have a physical location. So with Google business profile, you do have to have a physical location. So, um, it can't be a PO box. Um, you could, if you have like an office, you could do that strategy, but, if you don't have that, you could set it up as your home address and then hide your address. So make it hidden. And then you're more like a service area business where you service like 50 miles of your city. And so you can still take advantage of Google business profile. Oh, okay. How about, yeah. how about in Facebook? Cause you know, Facebook, when you do a page, it asks you for your location. Is that, is that similar? Can that be? um well so you can't hide it you can hide it yeah right okay. so do you okay. want people to know where you live i don't yeah. know no 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 that makes sense <laughs> yeah that's why mine's i didn't fill it out because i was like i don't yeah. want to get my home address but then it's right a good point but you, you can hide it. it on the directory sites on facebook i um yeah i don't believe you can hide it and be no. a service area business but no. on like google yelp you can do that so you can share your home address, but then as soon as you set it up, you just go hide it and then you can promote it and get reviews. And so that leads me oh, to um, okay. the C, getting customer reviews. So that is a huge ranking factor. So the top top ranking factors is you you have to be getting reviews. Yeah. And so you can get LinkedIn recommendations. You can, if you have an e-commerce site, Trustpilot, like you can get those reviews there. But... Those aren't like the public directory sites. Like you need to be on Google, Yelp, Facebook, those places where people are going and getting reviews there. And okay. so, um, yeah, that's really how good. About, how about for the podcast review? Like when I say <clears throat> to leave me a review on an Apple podcast, is, is that something separate? Yeah. Getting reviews. So getting reviews on Apple podcasts. Yeah, you've got to do that for search results because that shows okay. engagement. I mean, engagement. with podcasts, you have your downloads an Apple podcast, and then you have your, um, your reviews. And that shows or shows Apple podcasts that, yeah. Hey, pay attention to angel, pay attention to young entrepreneurs mindset podcast. Like yeah. we like, we like you, we like what you're saying. Just like here on YouTube, it's the views. How long do you watch or listen? Right. If you're like me, I listen to videos all the time because not yeah. everyone has a podcast. So I just listen and put the phone in my pocket while I do stuff. I don't always watch it. Right. And so um, staying on and liking, subscribing. Okay. What else are the metrics? Um, sharing. Sharing, yeah. Yeah, all of yeah. those the platforms pay attention to. And okay. each platform has its own kind of like SEO search algorithm that they algorithm. use yeah. yeah so they all have their own um and so it's important you need to know what to do on each of those platforms and yeah okay it's good. yeah okay and how about how about like google ads i've tried google ads in the past and i didn't see the results i mean i don't know maybe i was doing it wrong but 
do you do you handle with Google Ads as well? We do Google Ads and yeah, most people are logging in and don't know how to set up because the first part before you do Google Ads, you have to do keyword research. So um, that's the biggest thing about SEO. And when I'm saying SEO, that's search engine optimization. That's the keywords. Those are the those are the words that people are Googling. Yeah, and then Google is showing to, you. Okay. Yeah, like how to exactly what, like right. the name of our show. We talked yeah. about that today or the we other wait. day. Uh-huh. And like how could we get this to show up better on Google or even YouTube so then you get more traffic to exactly. the show. So all of that makes a difference when trying to um, do stuff organically. Cause if you're just getting started, like you don't have a big budget, I'd say with, um, with Facebook ads or Google ads, whichever one you're choosing to do, um, I'll tell you the, how to choose which one to go for. So on Facebook, Okay. People are just scrolling through. They aren't there to yeah. really buy anything. They're no. bored. They're in line. They're waiting for something. So if they see an ad, whether it's something free or paid, it's something really cheap and affordable that they could be like, oh yeah, I'll buy that. That's cool. Or I'll save that and check that out later on. On Google, people are typing in questions to solve their problems. So Google ads is a great place to get leads, but they can be really yeah. expensive. Yeah. So, and it's a cost per click. So if someone is, yeah. so if the, your keyword is $20 per click, it could be click 20 bucks, click 20 wow. bucks. So I, I don't recommend that really, unless you really are crunched and you have to make money this month, you had a dip in sales, you have structures in place, like we can set it up. But typically if you're going to do Google ads, you want to be spending at least a thousand dollars per month. That'd wow. be the minimum. And if you hire an agency, to manage it for you, you need to hire, do, do probably a little bit more than that. Like for the clients that we work with, we always do an audit just to look at what's happening in their city and um, okay. what they need to expect. And like a dentist, he's like, I don't want to do SEO anymore. I want to switch to Google ads because other people are getting great results. We're like, well, you've been our client for seven years. Like, sure, we can switch, but we did the audit for his area. He'd have to be spending between $3,000 and $5,000 in ads per month. Wow. And we were like, you already are ranking all over the place because you've been our client for seven years. Like, yeah. just let us keep doing our little package that we do for <laughs> you and like maintain your results. Like, don't, I, we wouldn't switch. Like, it's not going to give you Change. a huge bump. So yeah. hopefully that helps you if you're wondering, like, do I do ads? Am I ready for ads? Yeah. Um, should I do it? But yeah. Most people say they don't get results from it because um, okay. there's a lot of strategy that goes into it and right. you have to be on the right keywords. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So here's a question for what are some mistakes that you've seen on the Google business profiles? Like what are those okay, so, mistakes? Yes, Google business profiles. Um, so that is, it used to be called Google My Business. Now it's called Google business profiles. It's the same okay. thing, Google Maps. <laughs> Um, it's, okay. that's what we're talking about. Those three spots that show up when you Google yeah. coach in your city or business coach or mindset coach, whatever you're looking up, um, okay. realtor. So some mistakes I've seen is having the wrong category listed. 
So we just started working with a new client in, so I'm in San Diego, but we started working with a new client that's in Orange County, which is just like an hour and a half away. Okay. And it's a new type of gym. And he was listed as a personal trainer, but I'm like, you're a gym. You have this biohacking, fancy Tony Robbins style workout equipment. And I'm like, are you sure you want to be called a personal trainer? So we did a deep dive, did the research for um, fit. Like, so for that world, if you're in the fitness world, you could be called a personal trainer. You could be called a gym, a studio, fitness center, wellness center. There's all these different categories and there's competition. So search your your category. Um, So if you think like if you're a naturopathic doctor or a business coach, search business coach in your city and you can see how many other people call themselves a business coach. It could be a hundred, could be a thousand. In this client's case, personal training had the most competition, but after research and thinking about it, we were like, okay, we agree with you. You picked the right category and it was super cool. This month he's like ranking already for the category for the local SEO work that we've been doing, the blogs, like it's really cool. And it was really quick because normally when you do local SEO, it's a long-term strategy. It can take nine months. You know, like you post up a video and it takes time for it to rank. Yeah, It could take nine months for a blog or video, something to rank. But when it does, Mm -hmm. it's like, great, traffic starts coming in and it's amazing, but you just have to wait for it. So we've had two clients lately that they started popping on page one of Google in three months, which I'm like, what? What? We never promised that, but I'm like ecstatic that yes. (laughs) Like, it's amazing because when you're an entrepreneur, like you're spending money and sometimes you're not getting the results right away. And so you have to be patient. It's frustrating. You're worrying, did I spend the money on the right thing? And um, so to get results quicker is just amazing. I'm so happy. Yeah, and and like you said, it takes time because sometimes people get into it and they think that the more money you spend, the more traffic you're going to get. That's not necessarily true. I don't think it all depends on traffic. So how do you work with your clients and getting that traffic? I mean, like you said, does it depend? You do the research first, you know, in the local area, and then you see what title that they're using. And, mm-hmm. and stuff like this. Is that is that where you start? Yeah, with it always business? starts with the research. That's where we start. And it doesn't okay. matter if you're going to do local SEO, like a blogging, a podcast, a YouTube strategy. You okay. still have to start with the research first. And then if you're going to do Google ads, we also start with research there too. For local SEO, that takes us about a six weeks process of researching, analyzing, doing all these reports and all this stuff. And then... Okay. Where Google ads takes about 30 days. And so we are having, not everyone does that. Yeah. Some companies say, yeah, we'll get you started in two days or seven days. We, we like to take a foundational approach and take a little longer, but I think it's worth it. It's worth it not to rush in and worse. Yeah. We want to be good stewards with your hard earned cash you've made. If you're investing like, um, but whenever I do interviews like this, I just like to share what to do. So yeah. you can do it yourself. If you have the time and if you're just getting started out, that's how I learned is I did it all myself. I bought coaching programs, courses, learned how to do it. And then now we have a team. And what's okay. great is like we know how to manage our team really well. And um, yeah. yeah. So you get to work with your husband all day and <laughs> in the business, right? 
Yeah. Over there. We have different yeah. offices. That's the key. If you're going to work with a family member, I think you should have different offices. Different, <laughs> different rooms. Yeah. That's awesome, Liz. And so what else, what other ways, what other ways to show up on the Google ads do you think we may have left out? For Google ads? So I mean, I'm for... sorry. Uh, no, no, no. My, I'm sorry for more Google searches. Google oh, searches. Okay. I'm sorry. To stay okay. on our topic, yeah, yeah. So maybe we can talk about those three, those three main areas. Um, okay. Maybe I can elaborate a little bit more. So I talked about three ways to show up on more Google searches, which is you have to have a content strategy. Content. So the content strategies, I'd say, a lot of people will spend a lot of time on social media. You're writing amazing posts. You're picking out the perfect photo. You're making a reel. Like yeah. you're on social media. I don't know the stats for like e-commerce or coaches. I'd say the stats are way better for how much traffic comes from social media that goes to your website. Okay. So for a local business um, that wants, that has a physical address or a service base, like I talked about earlier, like you service clients in your city, yeah. only 5% of website traffic comes from social media. Wow. So that's the only place you're doing co creating content. Um, it works. I mean, social media works amazing for some industries, especially like coaches in like yeah. e-commerce. Of course, that is where you're you're trying to get national or worldwide traffic right. to your site. It works, I'm sure, a lot better. But for local business, it doesn't work as well. And so I recommend um, not just for local businesses, but if you're online business. Yeah. You choose which of the three pieces of content you want to make. So that could be blogging, a podcast, or YouTube. In your case, you're doing both. Yeah. Right? Like you're right. you're doing both. And so you're getting <clears throat> visible because it's all about visibility. Exactly. Because you need eyeballs, you need viewers, you need people to read your content yeah. and share it and with the goal that they contact you to hire you or in the, or in this case, if you're doing YouTube, it's that you get monetized. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes on the, uh, on the, uh, on the download Is video for a second. Oh, you got it there. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I went away a little bit. Can you still hear me? I I'll can keep hear talking. you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, there we, go. there we go. Hopefully it's still still running. That's a little glitch. Yeah, it's running. It's running. It's a little glitch in the uh in the system. Is it is it so okay. where we need the elevator music? A little yeah. <laughs> probably a little airplane went over you, or probably me over here. I live close to the airport over here in Orlando, and we get these air I am like right in the way of where the uh the the air the airlines land and whatnot. It's like oh my god. But uh oh wait. Okay, now we're really having technical difficulties. So bear with us, guys. We are waiting for her to reconnect. All right, she got disconnected. So guys, like I said, there's three ways to show up more on Google searches. And she said, well, we wait for her to get connected again. More traffic, SEOs, Google ads. But remember, just because you're spending more on Google ads doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get the results that you want. Okay. So with that being said, Look her up, Liz Cortez. I have her website here. Let me go ahead and show the website, see if she could get connected again. Uh, you go to uh, LizCortez.com, right? You're going to see her image there, and she's going to be talking about uh, 
also the five hacks uh, that will get you on page one of Google okay so if you want to get on Google it's very it's very tough especially if you have a podcast if you have you know trying to create content like she said social media and you know all these TikTok videos all these goofy stuff and the people that are doing their thing on their other end you know social media is one thing but like she said there's only five percent okay so if you want to get on google that's a whole different category okay so here she is she's she's back again thank you liz thank you <laughs> so I, I kept them entertained until you got reconnected so no worries i kept entertaining too i wasn't sure i was like what is going on here yeah yeah we'll see, no we'll see which one got recorded you're entertaining exactly. or my entertaining yeah <laughs> <laughs> probably mine because yours the stream yard it'll throw you out like if you got you like if you left and then i was like okay let me uh let me keep keep it going here let me improvise here over here so, <laughs> where did we left off that's where did okay we leave off we were talking about three areas so we talked about yeah. podcasting youtube blogging and which that's what I mean. which one do you choose to go with right oh you were what, saying what that helped I'm you doing both. i'm doing both because you're I'm doing, doing both. both yeah the but visual what, what? what helped you to choose which one you wanted to do before well, i actually, tell you this, yeah this system Streamyard, because i started doing my research before the podcast even was created it's like i want to go live on facebook and youtube because those are the two big ones right yeah i mean but i, I can't have two cell phones you know cell phone here going live and going here live and how am i gonna get my guests to come live with me at the same time so then when I found StreamYard, this system does everything and, and it gives me all these uh, banners and things that I could throw and, and showcase. So I was like, okay, perfect. So that's what made me uh, go with StreamYard. But then at the same time, it's like, well, how can I go on Spotify, Pandora, you know, iHeartRadio and all these other things. So I started submitting for them and it says, oh, you need a, a, a RSS feed and long story short, but then this audio uh, also being downloaded, when I download, I could either download video or audio. So that's why I choose StreamYard. So yes, advertising to StreamYard. Thank you, StreamYard. Because it's very simple. It's, it's very simple. I have all in one. I, all I do is save the audio to my laptop. And then with one simple submit through, uh, through a link that I have, it goes through all the platforms. They do the submitting form. So I think that you started with the hardest platform to start with video yeah because yeah. video you have to have a good background and lighting and a good microphone and you yeah. need to know where to look at the camera and there's there's so much more to do so I if you have not created any content I don't recommend doing video first but yeah. Angel did it. So it's not impossible. It just is a little more challenging. More challenging. So yeah. I started with blogging was first and then I went to video and then now it's moving more into podcasts. And my husband, he did podcasting before. So you have all the fancy microphone stuff and yeah. um, with his good friend. And okay. but blogging is where where I started and then I moved into YouTube because I'm like, I'm writing these great blogs. There's Google and YouTube. They're owned by the same company. Yeah. So why don't you do both and just record a different version of it? So once I did that, I was like, wait, 
I like video way better. I just like to have my three points to talk about or my five points just in a bullet point and I can talk. So I was like, video is really my jam. Like that's where I like. So I started blogging, but I was like, gosh, blogging takes me forever to do. Yeah. Like it's way easier just to have the points and then, then just turn on camera and talk. So I'm like you, like that was easier for me. So I recommend whoever's listening or watching this, you have to start with what is just comes more natural to you. Okay. You always start with your research first, but then pick the platform that's more, that's easier. These days on YouTube, doing an interview show like this works great. You don't have to edit stuff. Like you don't want to be editing and like, you don't want to do that. So if you don't like editing, like, if you just have a regular YouTube show and it's just you or you're making videos, you need to have it edited and produced and all the fancy stuff. Like yeah. That's how YouTube videos are. But interviews, you don't have to edit. You just no. use StreamYard like Angel's using and you can <laughs> go live if that's your style. Yeah, exactly. So that's really cool. But the thing about as it relates to SEO, especially when you are doing a podcast or YouTube, um, you, or, you are creating really long form you get this transcribed you know and you would have i don't know how many words the average words people talk per minute i'm sure it's probably 150 i don't know or more or more and if you're talking for a whole hour all that content and if as you're sharing you're sharing different keywords as it relates to the topic yeah of it like that's gonna you can upload your transcription to your blog or you could take a blog or transcription of your podcast or video and then change it a little differently, make it more like a blog post. Yeah. Even hire an assistant to do that. You don't have to do it yourself if you're not a writer, you don't really like doing that. <laughs> they just have to listen to your podcast, listen to your video, and then write you a blog. And then you'll show up on more Google searches. Exactly. Yeah. So that's okay. why, yeah, you have to pick which of your three. Which yeah. Three. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely, Liz. I appreciate that, man. You have given us so much. I know you added a lot of uh, a lot of value to this podcast and my audience. I want to thank you for your time. I know your your busy schedule and whatnot, but thank you so much. I'm definitely gonna have uh, your links uh, on the description below, so that then like that when, when people because uh, I see that they hear that they can schedule a call and whatnot if they want to uh, contact you. Correct? They go to the website. Yes. Yes, you can. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. And then you're available. So that's awesome. You have your website. I'm going to have everything down there. So Liz, once again, thank you for your time. I greatly appreciate it. And thank you for uh, reaching out to me to be a guest on here. Yeah, this was fun. Thank you, Angel. Thank you. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, folks, so there you have it, Liz Cortez. We talk about ways to show up more on Google searches. That's very important. So follow her on the LizCortez.com. I'm going to have all the link, the descriptions below. Uh, she's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and whatnot, and she's going to be available. So if you want to reach out to her, feel free to do that, okay? And, guys, uh, before I do leave, I don't want to let you know, as usual, uh, my wife and I, we do have natural supplements. So if you're ever into any type of natural supplements for any type of for the immune system of course you know with everything that's going on you know a lot of people are doing a lot of research i invite you to go there to my website there and if you have any questions concerns feel free to reach out to me okay and before we leave i do want to leave you on a positive note and mark 9 23 one of my favorite scriptures 
And of course, it says, everything is possible for one who believes. Another verse says, all things are possible for those who believe. All right. So remember that everything is possible. Everything. Only if you believe. All right, guys. So thank you for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode of the Young Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast. Blessings. Be safe. I'll see you soon. Take care.